Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. All kinds of things going on. A lot of it with, of course, uh, vaccines. Uh, The Democrats are trying desperately to jam their agenda through with all kinds of every single extremist left-wing agenda item you can think of. They're pushing it through right now. In fact, probably some you haven't even thought of. Some we certainly haven't thought of in in quite a while, like reparations. Uh, (laughs) It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I really believe it. Oh, you think so? I do. I think it's going to happen. I don't know if it'll be this particular attempt, but it's going to happen. We're just too far down the road now. Nothing is surprising anymore. No. At all. (laughs) A House panel just advanced a decades-long effort to pay reparations to the descendants of slaves by approving legislation uh, yesterday that would create a commission to study the issue. First time the House Judiciary Committee has acted on the legislation, still, prospects for final passage remain poor, according to the article here. This is an AP story. Uh, in such a closely divided Congress. But see, that doesn't matter because it's just 50. It's just 50 plus one in uh, in the House. Mm. And you can do the same thing in the Senate if you get rid of the filibuster, which I think they're going to do. The vote to advance the measure to the full House passed 25-17 after a lengthy and often passionate debate that stretched late into the night. Legislation would establish a commission to examine slavery and discrimination in the United States from 1619 to the present. Mm. (laughs) Uh, If you're studying discrimination in the United States, it can't start in 1619 because you got to go back to Great Britain for that. Okay. It was not the United States in 1619. So stupid. I mean, it's, it's like they've adopted the 1619 project, even in Congress. Why would you start in 1619? We, it had nothing to do with us. It had nothing to do with the United States. Because there wasn't a United States. The commission would then recommend ways to educate Americans about its findings and appropriate remedies, including how the government would offer a formal apology and what form of compensation should be awarded. Hmm. Sheila Jackson Lee said, she's so brilliant. I ask my friends on the other side of the aisle, do not ignore the pain, the history, and the reasonableness (laughs) of this commission. You keep using that word. (laughs) Other Republicans on the committee also spoke against the bill, including uh, Burgess Owens, African-American lawmaker from Utah. We love Burgess. He's Mm -hmm. awesome. Awesome. Uh, He said that he grew up in the Deep South, where we believe in commanding respect, not digging or asking for it. The former professional football player noted in the 1970s, black men often weren't allowed to play quarterback or, as he put it, other thinking positions. Forty years later, we're now electing uh, president of the United States, a black man, vice president of the United States, a black woman. And we say there's no progress. Those who say there's no progress are those who do not want progress. Thank you. Hey, he's great. He's just fantastic. I'm so glad he won. 
Me too, because it didn't look like he was going to at first. It looked like he lost. Uh, but then as the votes kept going, uh, he had a nice little comeback there and won it. Um, so there's that. But you talk about the filibuster. I mean, the irony of getting rid of the filibuster is that you're still going to need that simple majority, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Everyone thinks that Joe Manchin's going to cave, but uh, Kristen Cinema, she's got a weird libertarian-type streak in her. So but hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know that they're going to be able to get the get that stopped, the filibuster. So We'll see. I'm still holding it. That's the only – I mean, that's literally – I'm done with my hope for the day. That's good, though. That's good to have some hope. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that it still exists somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, congressional Democrats will introduce legislation today to expand the Supreme Court from 9 to 13 justices, joining progressive activists pushing to transform the court. Isn't that wonderful? So I thought we were <clears throat> just doing a commission on this uh, to study it. I thought we were studying it. But no. That was a quick study session. Yeah. Uh, They're already introducing the legislation to go from 9 to 13. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that was Friday. Friday night, right? When they announced the commission of 35 constitutional experts or something like that, right? Yeah. Who are going to study it, look at it, debate it, talk about it. And I thought that was like a six-month process, he said. Instead... They're just introducing legislation right now. Uh, that has to be stopped. That can't happen. The Supreme Court justice is going to 13. That can't happen. It, he can't pack the court. That can't be allowed. So, might want to call somebody. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you haven't called anybody, you might want to call somebody. Like, not your next-door neighbor, but somebody in Congress. And let them know how you feel about that. Because that is uh, that will be catastrophic. If they're allowed to pack the court catastrophic radical times man they're yep. going to take advantage that's what democrats yep. do right they yeah get power they don't waste any time right every extremist agenda item they have will be passed and upheld by the supreme court so uh you better call somebody <laughs> today and let them know how you feel about that uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also at pat unleashed on twitter UFC fighter uh, will not apologize for her anti-communist statements. Wait, wait, she was, wait, hold, hold on. Asked to apologize? Oh, of for course. An- yeah, yeah, of course. You can't say bad things about communism. What happened? What is this? <laughs> uh, contender Rose uh, Namajunas. I think that's how you pronounce her I name. I don't know. Hillary would know. Yeah, uh, but she's not here. <laughs> right. Um, she said on somebody's podcast everybody's got one so i don't know it's one of the 330 million americans who have a podcast she said on one of them uh that she does not regret saying her opposition to communism is part of her motivation to defeat zhang whaley the current (laughs) ufc strawweight champion and the first and only champion from china she actually she actually said better dead than red and um (laughs) I, it, I like that's that. how Americans used to feel. I mean, is that not the plot of Rocky Four? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So she, the people are demanding she apologizes, and she says no, which is, I mean, good. Why should she? Since when do Americans have to apologize for being anti-communist? <laughs> I love Chinese people too, but come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Uh. <laughs> that is one of the greatest quotes of all time. And it actually happened on a on a, a television commercial, right? Yeah. That was, a, yeah, that was ShamWow Vince. ShamWow Vince. Yeah. With it, was it a ShamWow product? It yeah, must have been, so, right? so this was right after the pandemic started, and they were trying to sell oh, that. Oh, yeah, the mask. To like... Right? Was it the mask? Was it a mask? Yeah, I guess so. It's a ShamWow mask, that's I think. That's right. That's right, it was. Yeah. And so that's when he dropped the... <laughs> I, I love, love Chinese, Chinese people. people, too, but come on. Camera guy, you getting this? Come over here. <laughs> Vince. It's so Vince great. has now been, you know, unseated by... What's the guy's name? Isn't he Phil <laughs> or whatever? Yeah, Phil is his name. The the Yeah, the... the Flexio uh, guy? Mm-hmm. Now he's a giant. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff going on with that. Yeah. But at least the uh, ShamWow worked. Right. True. The... I saw this boat in half. According to our experiments with the Flex Seal products, uh, they don't. They don't work. But then I heard somebody else did a kind of an, an experiment with them, <clears throat> and their conclusion was that it does work. Works just like the commercial. Uh, no. Not in our experience. No, no, no. Maybe we'll have to do it again just to make sure. Oh, no. Because there's some controversy about it. Uh, That'll be fun. Uh, Anyway. But can you imagine? Like, there should be a, a, and maybe, no, there shouldn't be, another Rocky movie, right? Mm -hmm. Where uh, Sly Stallone's character, Rocky, is forced to apologize for saying bad things about Mother Russia. Or Ivan Drago. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is absurd. We are living in... Mm-hmm. I... Help me. I know. It's it's uh, it's amazing that we're, we're this sensitive now that we have to apologize about saying bad things about communism. Why? Why? When did that start? When did it become a bad thing to hate communism? It's only, you know, it only killed... A hundred million plus last century, um, so it's not that big a but deal, I guess. You're cherry picking centuries now. Yeah, I know. I am. Uh-huh. I am. I, I'm not picking like the 16th century when communism didn't exist, mm-hmm. or the 17th, or the 18th. It actually, came around in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Grover Cleveland <clears throat> uh, was the first president to speak out against communism. <laughs> He's like your. Mm-hmm. Is he your second favorite? Yeah, I mean, there's some issues there. You know, that With second Grover? term was kind of rough. Yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Calvin Coolidge, obviously, Coolidge, is, obviously. is the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, Grover's up there. But he pointed out the threat early, mm-hmm. just just from Karl Marx's writing. Not not from mm-hmm. Russia being officially communist until, what was that, 1917 or so? Yep. So yeah, Grover knew what time it was. Yes, he did. He and Grover was, what, 1870? Um, he would have been, well, he would have been, uh, 1884 to 1888, then oh, 92 to, to the 86. 80s. Okay. Cause All right. Split up. Mm-hmm. All right. 888-933-93. Looks like the vaccine may be required to attend Buffalo Bills games. Oh, oh no. Anyone planning on attending a Buffalo Bills or Buffalo Sabres game later this year <clears throat> may have to be vaccinated for COVID-19 first. Here we go. During Erie County's weekly COVID-19 briefing, Erie County Executive uh, Mark Polencars uh, discussed a plan to allow full attendance at both Bills and Sabres games. It says the county supports returning all fans to Highmark Stadium and the Key Bank Center this fall. However, under the county's plan, <clears throat> all fans and staff would be required to be fully vaccinated for COVID-19. 
Wow. All fans and staff, but not players, I guess. I guess they can do what they want. I want to see that stadium full, he said. I know the Bills want to see that stadium full. We want to return fans to the stadium. And I'm pretty sure they're doing that here in Dallas, right? I think the Cowboys are planning on full attendance. Yeah, but you don't have to prove But you me. don't have to vaccinate first. I'm telling you, they're separating us big time. Here we go. It's on. <sighs> uh, remember Jeez. yesterday you talked about how these it's going viral, these fake CDC uh, vaccination cards. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way... Um, when you search for them, you search under novelty cards because it's just, you know, it's a collector's item. It's just novelty, right? Mm-hmm. But a lot of your audience was making the point online yesterday that, no, don't be doing the fake cards because then you're still conforming to what they want, or at least they mm-hmm. think you are. Just don't get... And think mm-hmm. of this. If you get the vaccine and you want to go to a Bills game, mm-hmm. screw you, I'm not going to prove anything. This isn't about me and the Buffalo Bills. It's about me and my health and my choices. This is dangerous. This is going to get really ugly. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, they're working with the the county is working with the Buffalo Bills and the Sabers to ensure the safety of those attending the games. Yeah. Of course they are. Of course it's about your safety. Of course it's not. Mm. It's not about forcing you to do anything. <laughs> this is just about your safety. It's about the greater good for the public. That's what it's about. Get the vaccine if you want. But this having to prove that you haven't... Now you don't have to go to a Bills game. You know, if you don't get vaccinated, just don't go to a Bills game. We're not forcing you to do anything. Well, nobody wants to go to a Sabres game, that's for sure. I don't want to go to either one, frankly, but yeah. um, uh, this is just... It's ridiculous that, they're, that they would do this. Um, you're not going to have a full stadium if you do this. I'll tell you that. There's not enough people vaccinated. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, by, by fall? Maybe. Think? Mm, I don't know. Remember the good know. old days when we were just shamed into trying to get us to wear a mask? <clears throat> yeah. And now it's better get your vaccine. Yep. And then it's going to be prove prove to me you have your vaccine. Mm-hmm. And then what they, they develop this microchip that can discover if COVID's in your body. That's the next step, man. The microchip that, that detects COVID. Why, why won't you prove to me? Just, you know, show me on the app that you currently don't have COVID before I let you into this building. So uh, I'd rather that than, the, uh, than being forced to get the vaccine. I mean, just if you have some way to tell whether or not I have COVID, go ahead and do it. Unless it's something that you're going to inject in me, I'm, then I'm, yeah. I'm out. That's where we're going. There's nothing like written in kind of old texts about no. <laughs> about having things injected into you. No, there's nothing. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> Under this plan, mass testing will not be required in order to buy a ticket. Instead, attendees will be required to provide proof of vaccination. Screw you. And uh, Poland Cars <laughs> said that this could be done by using the state's Excelsior Pass app. <laughs> Our goal is to have a 100% full house for the Bills and the Sabers starting in fall. And that's ensuring everybody who enters that facility, the fans, the staff, are fully vaccinated. Hmm. Wow. Uh, The county executive said this would be implemented for preseason Bills games, too, with no exceptions. So the stadium could be 100% full. Can it? Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll see. Tell you, man. We'll see how many people are vaccinated in Buffalo, New York soon. The COVID vaxxers, man. They are... It's like a cult. It it is. They're like... uh, 
uh, they're like the Branch Covidians. The Branch Covidians. I, I, I saw that term uh, in an article. I think it's great. Yeah. Branch Covidians mm-hmm. just seems to fit the people who just love it so much. Like this guy. Uh, yesterday, an MSNBC reporter <laughs> tweeted this out. He's got a mask on, and he just got vaccinated. Ooh. Did not quite anticipate the wave of euphoria and emotion that comes with that first shot. Go get your vaccine, folks. Best feeling you'll have you'll have had in a year. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah, your audience was on top of that tweet. By the way, <laughs> what was it? Somebody said if that's the best feeling you've had in a year. You really need to reevaluate your life. That's for sure. That's exactly right. A <laughs> bunch of like-minded people ex- express similar feelings, though, uh, like this person. Isn't it wonderful? My hubs and I <laughs> fully were fully vaccinated last month. It was two weeks after my daughter's second Pfizer shot yesterday, and we got together and hugged for the first time in over a year. Best feeling in over a year. You haven't hugged your daughter wow. in over a year? You are sick in the head. What kind of freaking losers are you people? Seriously. You haven't hugged your daughter in over a year? Uh, that's asinine. That's asinine. <laughs> people are mentally <clears throat> ill, dude. Seriously. Come on. You can't you can't be serious. I didn't, I mean, uh, my family mostly lives in this area now. You know, my kids, mm-hmm. grandkids. Um, in fact, pretty, all of them do. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's it's nice. To see them. And we don't all, obviously, live in the same house. Right. But for the last year, we all get together whenever we please. Don't you dare say it. Whenever we please. No, don't do it. We've hugged. Oh, no. We've hugged. Without having the vaccine? Without having the vaccine. Did you have masks on? No, we did not. Gloves? Nope. Goggles? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, Body condoms. We didn't have body condoms. We had nothing. You hugged your relatives? Yes, I did. Mm Mm-hmm. Kissed them. Kissed my grandchildren. Okay. Yeah. All right there. Yep. So, yeah. You're a scofflaw. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this though. The, I the, didn't care. There's this uh, guy on an overnight show listening, driving in. Quote: I had to type this out immediately. The anti-vaxxers are the real threat to your health and mind. <laughs> That's where we're at. That's how they. We are living on two different planets. Mm-hmm. When you go through that thread of the MSNBC reporter talking about his vaccine, mm-hmm. and you can just see conservative. You don't even say that. Just say that. Just pro-vax and anti-vax. And when we say anti-vax, I'm talking about this vaccine. What is it? A gene therapy? That's what it is or whatever it is. Not even a vaccine. That's mm-hmm. what, that's the misnomer here. Right. It's not a vaccine. But we are so far apart. And, and that's saying something for a country that is so far apart on so many things. Mm-hmm. On this issue, <laughs> we could not be further apart than mm-hmm. we are on vaccines right now. The reason, the reason they don't know... If you're going to give the vaccine, if you're going to give the disease to somebody else, uh, even after you've had the vaccine, it's because it's so new and it's a brand new process. It's not like other vaccines where it protects you and others. You're not going to get it. They're not going to get it. And we know that because we've been through it and we understand how it works. Not with this, not with this 
RNA thing, they don't know for sure. If they think that you're going to be pretty well protected if you've had the vaccine. They don't know if you can give it to others, though. Well, what? Then it's, again, it's not a vaccine, right? It's not a vaccine. But people are so desperate. I'm talking pre-pandemic. Are so desperate for some feeling of control over their lives. Mm -hmm. Yet, the irony is... They've completely ceded it to the officials like Dr. Fauci. And then when this little ray of hope comes their way, oh my gosh, I'm invincible now. I have control. I'm back to being me. Oh my. And you're not. You no. still have to wear the mask. You still have to socially distance. You still can't uh, go to an indoor restaurant. Fauci said don't go to an indoor restaurant still. Even after being vaccinated. And what is so pathetic is you've had this power your entire... The last year, mm. you've had this power. You've just refused to use it. You're putting your faith into this needle, man. I just... It's... Oh. And here it is. Texas and Florida continue to beat lockdown states. And Fauci isn't sure why open states are winning. He doesn't know. <laughs> he has no idea. Yeah. Uh, Texas and Florida continue to defy... The settled science on COVID-19. Since the states did away with the mask mandates and authorized all businesses to reopen, there's not been a disproportionate surge. In, in fact, not only has there not been a disproportionate surge, the numbers have continued to plummet in cases of infection, in hospitalizations, and in death. Fauci was asked why Texas hasn't seen the often predicted surge <laughs> on MSNBC. And uh, his response was, I'm really not quite sure. Oh. Uh, it could be they're doing things outdoors. Yeah, really? Is that what it is? That could be his answer to anything. We're doing things I'm, outdoors. I'm really not quite sure. I hope they continue to tick down. If they do... That would be great, but there's always the concern when you pull back on methods, particularly on things like indoor dining and bars that are crowded. Yeah, so what he's trying to say is, okay, it's fine for now, but what we could see is yeah. a surge in a few weeks. Yeah, him and Joe are just sitting Sorry. around waiting for the migrants to come They're just north. hoping. They're just With hoping for it. COVID-19. It's already been, what, a month? It's been more than a month since uh, they reopened everything. We've yeah. been fooled before by situations where people begin to open up, nothing happens, and then all of a sudden, several weeks later, things explode on you. So we've got to be careful. We don't prematurely judge that. He's just hoping for it. Yeah. He is hoping against hope that Texas has a massive surge. I want to be important again in your lives. I can't stand it. Yeah. I just... And, and there's uh, no rhyme or reason. I mean, right? You've got that chart in front of you of, of five southern the states. Numbers. Yeah, that did all these mandates, different lockdowns, different varying things. Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, and South Carolina. And their swings and their curve Look is almost that. exactly the Identical same. mandates at different times throughout the summer and fall and mm -hmm. spring. And oh my gosh. Yet they're, the graph is so similar for all of them. They're in <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't do anything, man. It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't. The, the thing is going to run its course. <laughs> the The virus is going to run its course. And that's what it's doing. It's running its course. And uh, hopefully it ran its course in Texas, and now we're on the downswing. So we open things up. 
People are still being reasonable. <laughs> Very little has changed in Texas. Uh, and, you know, they're just hoping against hope that we have some kind of massive surge so they can say, see, told you. They don't want to lose the Shouldn't power. Shouldn't have opened up. That's exactly the right. The power that you have given them, mm. they don't want to give up. Meanwhile, the French National Academy of Medicine uh, is saying COVID nasal swabs are being associated with increased meningitis risks. What? So if you get a swab from from the uh, the nasal swab to test for COVID, I don't know, you man. You get meningitis from that? <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? Uh, that's weird. Huh. Okay, so the swabs are not without risks. The alert came days before nasal auto-testing kits will become available in French pharmacies. Uh, That's amazing. Okay. Apparently there's complications that do occur. Good. Some of them serious. Most are benign and include discomfort, pain, or bleeding. But the statement notes that over the last weeks, scientific articles have been appearing in medical journals describing undesirable events including breaches of the anterior skull base associated with the risk of meningitis. Oh, okay, well, good. There you go. That's fun, right? So even when you get tested for having COVID, (laughs) you can get meningitis from it. So so let Mm. me get this straight, Doc. You need to shove that thing up my nose to find out if I have COVID, but I couldn't. But I might get meningitis from it and die. I'm going to say no on that. No. How about no? Thank you. Where's that easy button from Staples where we can just start <laughs> over the like the last uh-huh. two years? Yeah. Oh, gosh. That is... I can't look at that oof. video that you're playing, Rob. That is... Oof. Oh, uh, not looking at the screen. <laughs> I am looking at CNN by choice right now because I'll it's tell you this. not that video. I'm not going to lo- allow a robot to do it, that's for sure. That's for sure. No, the robot's not sticking that thing up my nose. <sighs> Sorry. But nope. Hold on. You trust the human more? Yeah. In in yeah. 2021, we we trust the humans more? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I do. Because mm-hmm. the machine doesn't know if it, if it penetrates your skull or not. It doesn't know. How's it going to know? It jammed that stick all the way to your brain. How does it know that? <laughs> it doesn't. So. 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 Yeah, I, I don't think so. Wow. Aren't you loving this 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 path we're on? And how many tests did you have? You had... 700. Yeah. And three. You had at least five, right? Oh, gosh. I, I, I you literally... You had to have at least five tests. I would have to go back and look at all the paperwork. I don't even know. But, I've had yeah. one, I think, and one test, which was negative. And, uh, and you probably had it, though, early on, though. Maybe. Remember you came in here... You mm-hmm. did an hour. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. you're sick. It was in the middle of the height of hysteria. Right. And Went j- home. Yeah. And People freaked out. And we were all grateful for you coming in to begin with. Right. And you went home and... <laughs> but no, that's cool. You know. Now, now when I... When my family was going through this, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he's like, don't you dare come in here, right? Well, yeah. That was a little yes. further down the line than the very first... Like, it was February. Wait a minute. People were more... sick. Mm-mm. No, mm-hmm. I'll find the dates. Maybe early to. March. We hadn't shut down or anything yet. It was prior to that. It was. Okay. Find All the right. date. Uh, 888 thirty three ninety three. 
Uh, a Munich-based company hopes to help usher in a new era of coronavirus testing with an eye scan. <laughs> what? That it says takes just three minutes to identify carriers of the disease, and it has a hit rate of 95%. Well, that's better than having the thing jammed up your nose into your brain. Semic hmm. uh, RF has developed uh, its scanning app with colleagues in the United States. Pending regulatory approval, hopes to start rolling it out by the end of next month. Uh, it uses a photo of the eye taken with a smartphone and identifies the virus by a means of hmm. symptomatic inflammation called pink eye. Well, the, yeah, they said you can get pink eye from... Uh, from COVID, right? And so, if you got the symptomatic inflammation, pink eye, <laughs> that I guess you're COVID-19 positive. Oh. We managed to isolate COVID-19 from over 2 million different shades of pink. Huh. So, there you go. If you'd rather have... I, frankly, I think that's a good idea, because I'd rather have that than uh, meningitis, I think. Go ahead and just scan my eye. I think I can handle that better. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh oh, Pentagon is developing a microchip. A microchip that detects COVID under your skin. Uh-huh. Just wait till we're all having to carry that around and then they can just on demand just see, well, let's just scan your arm here and see if uh well, that'd be fun. You got the COVID in you. Yeah, it'll be great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, more Pac Ray Unleashed. Coming up. I got some tweets here. Blur of stupid tweets. If they decide to pay reparations in Dogecoin, I'll identify as black immediately. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's Dogecoin's gone from what? 0. 0.003 yeah. cents yeah, it's... Uh, to about 14 cents? Yeah, so... Per coin or like something? It was up uh, like 80% yesterday. <laughs> wow. Uh so anyway, it's now it's, 13 cents. It's, it's like down. a joke. Somebody started it. Oh, it started as a as joke. As a joke. <laughs> uh, Pat and Keith made me do it tweets. We're going to be doomed in the U.S. if the court gets packed. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, data warning tweets. Uh, so we're just torching all the HIPAA laws that protect our medical privacy. Oh, yeah, the HIPAA laws. Or as laws? Jeffy says, the HIPAA laws. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, because mm-hmm. I, I guess you should have some sort of privacy there, right? Nope. I'm serious. You got to use that uh, that line that, that Bridget Gal uses. If you're asked about the vaccine, just ask if they've got their herpes shot yet. Mm-hmm. 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 From CB, I don't think the Buffalo Sabres could fill a stadium even if they didn't require a vaccine, at least not with the home team fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Bell tweets, I hate to tell you, but that apology to Ivan and communism oh, no. already came in Creed 2. Oh, no. See, I've seen <laughs> Creed 1. <Did> oh, no. Why? Wow. No way. Did they really? They oh. apologized? Stu. Oh, boy. Resident Rocky expert. Yeah. Oh, oh. Loves it. He loves it. Hmm. We've never heard that from him, though. Right? The, that they apologized? Hmm. Oh, gosh. All right. Joe Biden's U.N. ambassador believes racism was weaved into the fabric of our founding documents. Uh, A career diplomat 
President uh, Joe Biden's uh, U.N. ambassador, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, characterized the, UN, the uh, America as a fundamentally racist country, saying in a speech that white supremacy was weaved into our founding documents and principles. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. When it was the exact opposite. Thomas Greenfield, a career diplomat who was appointed to her most recent post in February, made the stunning remarks during a speech at the National Action Network's virtual conference, a civil rights organization founded by, yes, Al Sharpton. <laughs> during the speech, the 68-year-old ambassador touted the Biden administration's decision to re-engage with the UN Human Rights Council, which Donald Trump got us out of. Uh, when we raise issues of equity and justice at the global scale, we have to approach them with humility, she said. We have to acknowledge that we're an imperfect union and have been since the beginning. And every day we strive to make ourselves more perfect. I mean, nothing wrong with that part. But saying that, that racism was woven or weaved into our founding documents is just, it's a flat out lie. It's absolute ignorance about our founding documents. You don't have any idea what you're talking about. Uh, and I'm sorry, if this is how you feel about the United States of America, you have no business serving in any capacity, any official government capacity, uh, and certainly not as ambassador of the UN. There's enough anti-American hatred at the UN already without sending our own America haters to represent us there. Uh, we don't need that. Why, why would you appoint somebody who feels this way about America to represent America at the UN? In turn, she argued that uh, American society is responsible for producing the white supremacy, which led to the senseless killing of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and so many other black Americans. The fact is, we don't know if any of those shootings involved white supremacy. Did they say that it was about... White supremacy? The George Floyd thing, uh, was he kneeling on his neck because of white supremacy? I don't know that that's the case. I mean, he did the wrong thing, obviously. We're all horrified by what that guy did, what Chauvin did. And he should be convicted. But I don't know that that was a racial issue. He might have done that to a white person. I don't know. When a white person is shot by police, no one ever claims that was about racism. Have any Hispanic or black cops shot white people? Yes. Yes, they have. Why is it just automatic when uh, a person of color is shot that, it, oh, it's, it's racism. It's white supremacy. More whites are killed by police every year than, than blacks. It was almost double the number white to black ratio in 2020 so last year 457 whites to 240 or something uh blacks yeah yeah and in fact in minnesota itself back in 2017 there was a uh a um uh yes what is his background i'm trying to think i think it was muhammad noor and he shot uh justine damon uh and she was a white australian woman called to report what she suspected was a rape happening behind her house, and Ooh. and mm -hmm. the cops showed up and inexplicably shot her. It, Weird. Wow. But did the city burn to the ground? Mm. No. Did Did you see I'm the big riots no. and the protests and the whatnot? No. 
Hmm. Well, there was just a teenager, a white teenager uh, shot with an airsoft gun um, by a police officer. Uh, And that didn't spark any riots. Um, Guy, the kid just had an airsoft gun and the cop shot him. So um, was that about race? I don't think so. I mean, cops do make mistakes. They do make mistakes. And it doesn't mean that the mistake was was racial. That doesn't mean that they hate black people because they did it. I don't know that they've proven in any of these cases that there was a, a white supremacy issue behind any of them. Have they? Maybe in some of them? I, I, I Not that I know of, though. Uh, Chauvin hasn't even admitted that that was... That figured in to uh, anything that he did. Yeah, and for the record, uh, a medical expert yesterday testified that uh, it was a heart attack that um, that that George Floyd died of, and there wasn't even enough, you know, it wasn't the bruising that would indicate that there was a lot of force applied. So who knows, man? Yeah, who knows? That's the thing. That's that's the thing. We we don't know. Uh, it's just assumed. It's assumed in in each of these cases that uh, that they were shot because of their race, and that's just not necessarily the case. I mean, it could be, it's possible, but we don't know that. But that's always the default now. Every you know? time, yeah. every if you're single white, time. then we're going to start with you're guilty of white supremacy, and then we're going to work back from there. Yeah, screw you. How about Ashley Babbitt being shot at the at the Capitol building? And uh, the Capitol police officer who shot her, she was white, by the way, nobody cares, uh, but she was shot and killed. Uh, the, that Capitol police officer is not going to be charged with anything. He said it was fine. Really? I mean, she didn't have a weapon on her. She wasn't threatening anyone. She was crawling through the, the broken glass trying to get into the house chamber. Was she going to kill somebody if she got into the house chamber? Uh, I, I mean that that whole uh, riot at the Capitol building was uh, absolutely wrong, absolutely wrong and embarrassing. But um, did she deserve to be shot? I don't know. Didn't look like it to me in the video that I saw. Didn't look like she needed to be uh, shot in the neck like that. I. But there's no charges filed there, and and nobody's screaming and and yelling about uh, racism in that eventuality. Of course, I think the officer was white as well, so you're not going to have a racial issue. But still, you know, why why is he not charged with anything? Why is that not manslaughter? Yeah, and he won't be. And he won't be. He isn't. They've already said he's not Mm going to be. Right. Uh, All right, 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about um, real estate agents I trust. Selling your home can be really challenging. Well, it is. It's really challenging in virtually every case. Uh, you want to get the most out of it. You want to sell it quickly. So you need a realtor who can advise you in how best to do it, in how best to uh, sell it, how it's going to sell for the most money in the least amount of time, and what you need to do in order for that to happen. Like, do you need to repaint? It's a hassle, but maybe it. maybe you get your money out of it if you do. Or remodel a room or replace countertops, whatever. But these realtors can advise you in all of those things so that your house uh, sells and you get the most out of it. Real estate agents I trust. These are the these are the agents with the great track records, 
with uh, really great marketing plans, and they're not just going to rely on an open house time after time after time to sell your house. So go to Real Estate Agents I Trust, and we'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Gray returns. I do. It's true. So here I am. There you are. Here I am. Yeah. I return. That's what I do. What? You return? I return. Where, where did you go? I, uh, I went off into a uh, into commercial land. And uh, well, tell us about commercial and, land. And What's and it I, like? Then I came back. Is there an allergy season in commercial land? Yes. Yes, it's allergy season really? there too. Yeah, there's nowhere yeah, there's to get no, away from the pollen. No escape. There's just no escape from I just it. Hate it. Yeah, it's mm. sad. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, all right. So the other day, uh, Joe Biden was telling us about passenger planes that could one day travel at twenty one thousand miles Whoa. per hour. Well, here's what he said. For uh, my kids. But I go on college campuses. Mm-hmm. They're going to see more change mm-hmm. in, in the next 10 years 10 than we've years. seen in the last 50 years. Right. We're going to talk about commercial mm-hmm. aircraft flying at subsonic speeds. Subsonic. Supersonic speeds. No, supersonic. That's right. Right. Sub, Be able super, to whatever. figuratively, uh, if you may, if we figuratively. decide to do it, so traverse the world. Figuratively about do an that? hour. Travel 21,000 miles an hour. Whoa. 21,000. Well, so much is changing. That's oh. fast. That's fast. 21,000 miles. We've got to lead it. <sighs> 21,000 miles an hour. And that, that voice you just heard, that's the guy leading us into the future. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can just hear Scotty's voice, though. I cannot do it, Captain. I, I, I've got more time. We can't go 21,000 miles an hour. So, uh, And we won't be able to go 21,000 miles an hour in the next couple of years. Certainly not in the next 10 years, would be my guess. I mean, maybe. Maybe he knows something I don't know. And 21,000 miles an hour is just around the corner here. But we can go 2,100 miles per hour now. 2,100. Well, he's a forward thinker. So maybe you're right. Maybe it is the 21,000 miles per hour. Because he's also the guy who uh, knows that we're going to cure cancer. Yeah, he keeps saying it. And so... He keeps saying it. Maybe he knows something that we don't know. It seems like that should be a, a priority. Mm-hmm. If, if you're curing been, cancer? You've been sitting yeah. on this cure for cancer for years, telling us you got it. Right. If you elect me, mm-hmm. I promise. What was that quote? Yes. If you elect if me... If I'm elect I, the president, you. you're going to see the single most important thing that changes in America is we're going to cure cancer. Hmm? Well, no. okay. Well, that's again, that's the clip where we cut out him... You know, promising this, you know, so. Maybe you should lengthen that clip a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Because I think he does go on to say, I promise you. Yeah, yeah. And so I promise you. how many people die of cancer in this country every day? Uh-huh. Lots. That while he's sitting on this cure. <laughs> yeah, if he's got it, let's have it. I'm ready for it. Uh, I think we're all ready for it. Maybe they've got alien technology that they're, you know, that they're using that we can. I don't know. Mm. Um, aliens, according to some experts, dire warnings right now. Um, Michio Kaku, 
the professor of theoretical physics at City College of New York. You see him on Fox. Yeah, yeah. Quite a bit. Um, he's issued a warning about extraterrestrials and the efforts to seek them out. He said, I think it's a terrible idea. Oh, wow. Yeah. You don't hear that take often. He's perhaps best known for his contributions to string theory. Huh. His contributions to string theory. His new book, The God Equation, which covers contemporary movements in science and technology. But uh, his interview was interesting with uh, with the newspaper because... Uh, he's theorized that humans may meet their extraterrestrial counterparts within this century, and he doesn't think it's it should happen. Oh, no. While the prospect might sound thrilling for many, he's cautious. He's more cautious than eager to make contact. We all know what happened to Montezuma when he met Cortez <laughs> in Mexico so many hundreds of years ago. That's a good take. Uh-huh. Uh, so is he an alienist? Is that is that a word we're going to start using? Uh, yes. Not racist, but if he's anti... Uh, Anti-alien? Yeah. Now, personally, I think that aliens out there <clears throat> would be friendly, but we can't gamble on it. So I think we'll make, we will make contact, but we should do it very carefully. Okay. And the potentially disastrous meeting could also happen sooner than you might think. Soon we'll have uh, NASA's James Webb telescope up in orbit. Yeah, it's going to be a million million miles from Earth, and it's 100 times more powerful than Hubble. This is going to be an amazing uh, telescope. We're going to see some cool things. Cool. So that's going to be out there, and we'll have thousands of planets to look at. And that's why I think the chances are quite high that we'll make contact with an alien uh, civilization. Mm. Now, he's worried that they'll come here and, I don't know, be pissed off at us or, you know, they just want to take over the Earth. Or give us some blankets that are laced with something. Smallpox blankets. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, my thing is, they could have wiped us out a long time ago. So if they were going to, why haven't they? Because <laughs> look how entertaining you know? we are as a society. They're yeah. just watching and laughing. Maybe they're at just us. watching and laughing. Like a sitcom down here. And then they'll destroy us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not too afraid of it. I just don't think. Um, I mean, they haven't done anything to. Uh, and I mean, we've got these. We've got this uh, UFO. We'll have to do it, I guess, <clears throat> in a yep. minute. Because there's this uh, new video of a triangle-sized, shaped uh, UFO that's <laughs> flitting around the uh, SpaceX vehicle. Uh-oh. The dragon. Yeah, it was like following behind it or something. Oh, no. And, I mean, it could have shot it down, but it didn't. I guess it could have. You would think it could. If it can get here from another planet, it mm. can certainly shoot down any vehicle okay. that we've got. That's a good thing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll show you uh, that particular instance coming up here in a few minutes because we don't have time right here. Uh, 888-900-3393, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I got some tweets here from uh, Texas Lori D. Scanned, chipped, injected. Apparently, my dogs are more woke than I'll ever be. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Uh, Comrade Snoobage tweets, uh, we still don't know the name of the officer who shot Babbitt. Huh. True. We just know that that officer won't be charged with anything. Uh, Barry Jackson tweets, with all the white supremacy 
uh, there'll be no blacks to pay reparations too. Mm. Yeah, because almost everybody's a white supremacist now, yeah. it seems like. Mm-hmm. They're around every corner. Uh, Joe Biden's dictionary author. I thought COVID cured cancer. Sure haven't heard much about it in the past year and a half. That's oh. true, too. Uh, you know what else was cured was the flu. The flu's just gone. I mean, like, nobody had it last year. Mm-hmm. Nobody had it. They don't know where where it went, what happened to it. It just disappeared. So don't worry about the flu. Uh, and I haven't heard, are, did you get your flu shot yet? For quite some time because nobody cares because the flu is gone now. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's just gone. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Speaking of which, let's go to Drew in Florida. Hey, Drew, you're on the blaze. Keith, uh in a business meeting the other day, and you know, the first thing I, you know, when I get in there, somebody says, "Hey, did you get your shot or your vaccine?" I'm uh-huh. like, "No, nah, I'm all good." And they said, "Oh, oh, well, you, you, so yeah, I, I guess you're too young for that." And I'm not that young, but it just seems like we're building this. This it's publicly okay just to ask anybody anything about their health, and you know, just like we were mm-hmm. talking before. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the second thing, my mom's had uh, she's been on hydrochloroquine for about three years because of arthritis, and she's been exposed to somebody with COVID twice. Uh, verifiably, and never had a single symptom, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, so you think the hydroxychloroquine had maybe something to do with that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Mm. And she hasn't had, well, of course, the flu has been eradicated, but before it was eradicated by COVID, <laughs> she never had the flu either. So Interesting. Huh. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Drew. Uh, yeah. The hydroxychloroquine, I have heard people say that, you know, it does it does help you maybe even not, not – uh, contracted in the first place although wasn't uh wasn't trump using it i'm trying to think was he using it before he got it didn't he say he was on hydroxychloroquine before before he got it gosh i don't Uh, i'm not sure but yes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i thought so uh and then he got it so i don't i don't know that it prevents it but i think it can I mean, it seemed to, and the many doctors said it's lessened the severity uh, in a lot of people. So, uh, all right, we were talking about UFOs and whether or not it's a good idea to alert uh, alien life that we're here. <laughs> Maybe we should just keep quiet about being here uh, rather than alert people that hey, we're out, we're here, come come visit us. Maybe we don't want them to visit us. Uh, but it's interesting because they do seem to, I mean, there have been so many videos of UFOs lately that have been kind of recognized by the Air Force, by the Pentagon, and they just seem to be admitting that, yep, they're here. Uh, and our pilots have seen them. And then this was apparently taken by the International Space Station, and uh, it it is a some kind of triangular object that is uh, cruising around the yeah. SpaceX vehicle. It's fun, huh? Look at this. Harry Hall from the International Space Station looking out as the dragon right here was <clears throat> docking with the ISS. And you can mm. see a very obvious bright light 
moving mm-hmm. in the opposite direction. I zoom in on it. I slow it down. I don't alter it in any way other than trying to pull forward some possible features Ooh. on mm-hmm. this craft. Mm-hmm. And it does look like a triangle craft. Ooh, Looks like close. it's got some sort of circles on the corners of this thing. It appears to be triangle shaped. We're going to zoom in mm-hmm. on it real close and slow it down. I adjust the, the lighting. And you're going to see what look like circles on the corner that are probably some sort of lights that are making this thing light up here i zoom in you can see the the craft go behind the field of view actually disappears right there behind the dragon here i'm going to zoom in on it and you're going to see what looks like circles on the corners of what appears to be some sort of a triangle see it right there Mm -hmm. i'm going to pause it right in here there's a circle on each of the corners especially here in the front Uh the back kind of tapers off like uh, it's shaped like a triangle moving through the sky and the lights appear to be rotating in sequence Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, but the, they appear to be all illuminated at the same time. But I think the <laughs> lights are rotating mm-hmm. and the object, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is moving across the screen from right to left at a pretty good speed. I can't tell you exactly how large it is. This guy's a weatherman, guess, isn't he? Based off of what we see Probably. here, probably two, maybe three, four hundred feet wide. It's difficult to say from wow. this perspective. Hmm. That's interesting. I think so. Yeah. It's obviously, okay, it's in space, so it's not swamp gas. They can't tell us that. It's in space, so it's not a weather balloon. They can't tell us that. Uh, I don't know what that thing could be other than some sort of flying object from somewhere else. Unless the Russians or the Chinese have something like that that can do that. Uh, interesting. Huh. It's really fascinating to me. Yeah, I'm hoping that you guys will pull the the video I sent, the the <laughs> one um, that's clearer than our weatherman friend there. Uh, of the same thing. I'm pretty sure it is because it's a triangle. Really? And it's you know it's got. And that, it's from the International Space Station. I don't know. I don't think so. I I, I don't know. It's mm. it's got it's like the, the little night vision thing. So it's green. It's clearer than that fuzzy triangle thing there. Mm-hmm. I want to see what you think of that, if we can get that pulled in there. So, hmm. All right. Huh. And is it in space, or is it, or is it somewhere, you know, in the atmosphere? Is it in yes. the Earth's atmosphere? I don't know. You don't know. I just, I All don't right. know. You don't know much about this thing, do you? No, I, the answer is no. I've got to say no. I, <laughs> I, I do not. Okay. Uh, yeah. So they are. Uh, a lot of people think that this this stuff is um, coming out because got to keep us distracted from stuff like what's in the uh, news. With uh, we're gonna really? pack the court. We're gonna do yeah. reparations. And hey so guys, look at UFO hey. stuff. <laughs> Release some more UFO videos. <laughs> you know that could be. I don't put anything well past anyone oh, anymore. Oh, no. No. Everything is possible. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is very possible because they've been so secretive for 50, yeah. 60, 70 years about this stuff. And now all of a sudden, it's perfectly acceptable to talk about it. And this by no means discounts UFOs. No. Does right. It doesn't make them not real. It just makes right. it wow. The government sure is keen on just releasing all this stuff and saying and 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 publicly saying, "Yep, we don't know what this is." It's just a whole bunch of stuff. True. That's that's an interesting take. That it's you know don't watch what the other hand is doing. Mm-hmm. Look at over here. <laughs> 
Yeah, but those aliens, guys. I mean, sure. Aliens! We're, yeah, we're going to change the Supreme Court for the first time in our republic's history, and we're going to pay... But look at this fuzzy triangle yeah. in space! Yeah, I mean, don't, <laughs> don't look at the extra zeros we're yeah. adding to your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren's debt to pay off. Yeah. There's yeah. something up here in the sky. I don't know what it is, but we should probably find out what that is. <laughs> Uh, or maybe it's just a, a, a really good safety tip to completely leave it alone and uh, not pay attention to any of it. And certainly not alert them that we're here. Maybe we just keep quiet. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they won't I see us. Maybe they won't see us, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah like like little kids. We're if we just here, stand out in front of our houses with our hands on you our faces. You can't see us! You can't see us! <laughs> then, then, then you take... Then you take your hands off of your face and you look in front of you and it's this and guy. There it is. This guy standing right in front of you. <laughs> uh, I can see you actually. No, I'm right here. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah. You know what, but but honestly though, part of me I'm good with them just taking over our governments. The aliens? Yeah, we failed. Obviously, self rule. Mm-hmm. Just not able to do it. We just we we tried it and then it just didn't work out. And so, I mean, it was a good run, right? That's <laughs> a good run. Yeah, it was decent. You know, two hundred and forty some years. You're just going um, with decent. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was no, good. It, was, it was really good. It's good. I mean, we've had we've had some good times, right? We, we have as a country. Yeah, we have. And uh, we mm-hmm. can look back uh, with fondness at those moments of mm-hmm. unity mm-hmm. and uh, achievement. I mean, we we invented the Three Stooges. What more do you want as a nation? What do you want? Wait a minute. Well, in a sniff. Yeah. Sir. Right. No, that is one of the accomplishments. <laughs> the Three Stooges? Absolutely. Yeah, it's one of the great accomplishments. Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. You're right. There is no question right. about it. In fact, um, Dad Bod Blog, uh, one of your viewers here, he tweeted out yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. I know we don't have the image of this, guys. But I would encourage you to, uh, to go look at the old Pat Unleashed uh, Twitter feed from yesterday morning because he was able to, uh, to basically superimpose the faces of one Pat, Keith, and Jeffy onto the faces of of the three Mo, Larry, and Curly. Really? Jeffy makes a great Curly, let's be honest. <coughs> so that's uh, <laughs> at Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you want to go and check All that right. out. Check that out. But yeah, don't dog them. No. Three Stooges. Awesome. They're, you know, that's really quality entertainment. No, it really is. So if you, so. okay, okay, so since mm-hmm. you're being smart here, right? Yeah. If you were on an international flight and you had to just sit there and watch eight hours straight, mm-hmm. would you watch The Three Stooges or Beavis and Butthead? Eight hours straight. Neither one. No, you had to. No, like, I can't. Like Glenn likes to say, gun to your head. What are, you, what, what are you picking? Shoot me in the head. Go ahead and pull the trigger because I'm not watching either one of those. Wow. Mm-hmm. Three Stooges mm-hmm. are so good. Which would you choose? Since you're a fan of both, Beavis and Butthead, would you? Yeah, I think I think so. Okay. But uh, all right, I still dig the original G. <laughs> Three Stooges, they're the OGs, right. yeah, of yeah. comedy. They're great, right? They're, oh man. What, okay, what's your what? what like a favorite like funny comedic troupe or act or comedian in the Pat Gray world? Like who who do you think is just really funny? Brian Regan. Maybe. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I like him. Cool. Uh, uh, Bill, what's his face that we just talked about a while ago? Bill Burr. Bill Burr is very funny. Uh, David Chappelle. Dave Chappelle yeah, is yeah, yeah. incredibly funny. Um, 
other than that, I can't think of a comedy troupe that I like. Yeah. Saturday Night Live cast sucks and pretty much always has, really, when you think about it. They've oh. never really been good. Oh. Maybe in the very, very beginning. Early 90s was a sweet spot. <clears throat> oh, when you're talking about... Uh, I'm talking Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Adam Sandler. Nah. I'm talking about... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, gosh. Uh, What's his face from... Dana Carvey. Yeah, so Dana I was trying Carvey to think of. And, and the Wayne's World guy. Uh, his oh, his companion on Wayne's Mike World. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Those were decent. Those were okay times. Mm-hmm. But as a rule, SNL has sucked for most of their 45 years. I'd say 40 of the 45 uh, have been really bad. I mean, they never have a, a, an ending to any of their bits. Yeah, they don't Almost know when to, never. They, know when to they stop. never know how to end a bit. Should end on a funny note, they just usually mm-hmm. just end. So, Who's your favorite SNL cast member of all time? Because I'm going to go Phil Hartman. That's mine. Wow, really? How about you? Uh, probably Eddie Murphy. Yeah. It's yeah. A good one. Mm. <laughs> I had my kids watching mm. some Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood bits. Funny. <laughs> and then stuff. he did a remake a few years ago when he came on to guest host, mm-hmm. which was hysterical as well. He's a funny man. Yeah. But, I mean, Chevy Chase was pretty good back in the day, too. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Or was he on Second City and not SNL? No, oh, he yeah. was on SNL. And Maybe you're thinking Dan Aykroyd. Uh, yeah, I don't think Aykroyd like was on it. Oh, yeah, either. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Gosh. See, back in the 70s, man, I kind of get yeah. fuzzy with those. Uh, well, it was a long time ago. Members. All right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. We've been talking about this for a long time now. <clears throat> Rough Greens is a powder you sprinkle on your dog's food, it's a supplement. And uh, they love the taste. My dog certainly does. Glenn's dog does. Stews, they just gobble the stuff up. Uh, it's filled with vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils. Basically, everything your dog needs to be really healthy. And because uh, in the dry kibble food, the, all of that stuff is is just burned out of it in the sterilization process, so it lasts really a long time on the store shelves, um, then you need this kind of supplement in order to help your dog be really healthy. Uh, and... Sometimes it takes a dog, I guess, I've never seen it, but they say that sometimes it takes your dog a little bit uh, of time to get used to the rough greens. So, first of all, we want to find out if your dog will eat it. That's why they're offering you a free bag of rough greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com. That's R-U-F-F greens.com or call 833-ROUGHDOG roughgreens.com You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, we got that frightening UFO video that uh, Keith was talking about a few minutes ago. Um, We had the triangle shape in space from the International Space Station. It's kind of grainy. Can't really tell what it is. But, I mean, it's something that's flying around out there mm-hmm. near our uh, SpaceX Dragon rocket uh, when it docked with the International Space Station. Now, uh, this one... Yeah, I don't know the context. Don't ask. ...is uh, from somewhere sometime <laughs> yep. uh, that but, something happened. And it may or may not be the same thing. Okay. It is not the same thing. 
No, I'm saying same object. Yeah, it's not. It can, I, Maybe it's not. Have you seen it yet? Look. Oh, it's a, the other one was in uh, in space, but that's oh. oh, that's a real triangle right there. Look at that thing. Huh? Look at that. What are we looking at there? Whoa! Hold on. Let it move. All over the place. Creepy, right? No, I don't not think, really. No, I think the camera was. There was the camera moving, not the not yeah. the object. I mean, it was moving across <clears throat> the horizon. Let's see it again. Okay. One more time. And it goes a little something like this. Hold on. You know what it is? What? It's swamp gas. Is that right? That's, yeah, that's what it is. No. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's a weather balloon. It's a triangle weather balloon that they launched. I mean, it's blinking, right? So it's probably... It's a blinking weather balloon. Blinking weather balloon? Yeah. That's good You're stuff. You're right, though. That's more clear than the other one was. Yeah. But yeah. you don't think it's the same thing? I don't think so. Uh-uh. I don't think it is. I still think it's good stuff either way. Yeah, it is. It's okay. cool. It's yeah. interesting. Okay. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. I think you were right. I think you're... Go with your gut. Swamp gas. Swamp gas? Yeah. Okay. We're going to get there. Uh, all right. One way or another. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, David Hogg's dreams of starting his own pillow company mm. have been put to sleep. No, 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 yeah. honey. Yeah, it's over. The this dream guy. is over for Dave. Yeah, darn it. No, oh, no pillow defender. for Dave. He announced on Saturday that he's quitting the pillow industry, uh-huh. despite having never actually sold a single pillow. It's not not, not a. Not only did he not sell one, he never manufactured one. Got a prototype here, though, for you there, David. Now, it was just two months ago that Hogg announced he was going to dethrone my pillow founder, Mike Lindell, uh, because he's a supporter of, of Donald Trump. And uh, here's what David Hogg had to say at the time. Mike isn't going to know what hit him. <laughs> this pillow fight is just getting started. Oh, that's funny, huh? The uh, then he said to prove that per- he's he's putting together the good pillow company, that's what he was going to call it. To prove that progressives can make a better pillow, run a better business, and help make the world a better place while doing it. And uh, he's moving on now. <laughs> so uh, he he turned twenty one on Monday, and he said he has resigned and released all shares. Any ownership and any control of Good Pillow LLC effective immediately. I soon realized that, <clears throat> given my activism, you know, schoolwork. <laughs> oh, and, school, shut up! And of course, the ever popular family commitments, uh, I could not give <laughs> 100% to being a full time co founder at Good Pillow. He's too young to use that. I know, line. right? Oh, I got family commitments. Yeah, he doesn't have a family. I mean, he's got parents, but I don't think he's married, right? He doesn't have children. The goal was and still is to create a great pillow that is sustainably produced in domestic unionized factories and have a percentage of those profits benefit progressive social causes. Okay, so it's going to be in the United States, this pillow company, and a union shop. So that pillow, <laughs> you'll probably be able to get a pillow for just 2500 or maybe $3,000. <laughs> Look, do you want to be comfortable or not? I do. I do want to be comfortable. Your comfort. There's no so, price. And you know that it can only be really comfortable if a union person has made it. 
And so, uh, yeah, that'll be an expensive pillow when they get that baby made. This, this pillow made with union hands. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, after many discussions with William, William's his uh, co-partner, uh, William Legate. I guess he's a rich guy who was going to, he was going to fund this thing. Uh, after many discussions with William and my friends, family, and mentors, I made the good faith decision to allow William to bring our vision to life without me. That vision remains an ethical company that produces products that people need while creating good union-paying jobs and supporting social causes at the same time. That's great. Yeah, you know a lot of those social causes will be taking guns from people and uh, killing babies. So what terrific causes that pillow company will be funding. You gotta believe. (laughs) How do you like that, though? How do you like that? He's like, I'm gonna just let... William Tag, you're it. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> William. Go ahead. Take this thing. Good luck now. Uh, and then when that doesn't happen, he can say, No, I, I yeah, gave I left my, it to William. My vision was. I mean, William left in was going to. hands. I told, he told me he'd run with it. You should tag him on your next tweet. Not what me. do you want to bet? We never see the good pillow company come to fruition. The good pillow company will not happen. No. It will not happen. Uh, so I also just. Read something. I just read the headline. I, I didn't actually delve into the story, but Mike Lindell is wants to start a competitor to Amazon. He wants to do a uh, a conservative company that is a competitor of Amazon. Oh boy! Now, I hope he can do it. Mm-hmm. That would be great to have. You know, an alternative. If you had somebody that did the same kinds of things as Amazon, but was run by conservatives, would you frequent that company? I think I would. Yeah. Uh, I would. Because remember, Jeff Bezos started selling books with you know a small loan, maybe a couple thousand, I forget what it was, uh, yeah. from his it was parents. Like 2000 or yeah. 2500 It was a small amount of money. I mean, you got a, you got a couple things going for Mike Lindell. He's his got net, a lot of money. His net worth is apparently $300 million. Whoa! And... $300 million? And there's an audience out nice. there, a, a clientele, that is just starving for an alternative to Amazon. Someone that... Mm-hmm. You know, won't rip servers out of a wall because they don't like a social media platform that's using them and paying you good money to be a part of your company. Yes. So, I mean, if anybody, yeah, it would appear on the surface has the capital to start it, the customer base ready to go. Mm-hmm. Could work. Right? Yeah, that could. I think it could. You can deliver me toothpicks in twelve hours after I hit order mm-hmm. to my house. Yeah. If you okay. can do the things that Amazon does, and it's probably going to take a while yeah. for that Streaming. to happen. Streaming. Streaming. There's a lot going on Movies there. and deliveries and no groceries. Pressure. No pressure. <laughs> we're, we're, we're just asking you to create an entire infrastructure yeah. ready to go, Mike, just like that. Just like that. Meanwhile, David Hogg, can you make one pillow? No. No. And the answer was, no, he can't. And no. 888 <laughs> More Pat Grandleash coming up. Unleashed. <laughs> Still haven't really figured out which cackle is worse. I guess maybe Kamala's because, uh, again, she's contemporary and we're dealing with it right now. Whereas Hillary's kind of in the past. So you got to give her the slight edge, I think.
The sounds of hell. Yes. On Thursday morning. <laughs> yes. Yeah, really. <laughs> the sounds of hell. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yesterday we played for you uh, something that AOC said about Israel that was inexplicable. Um, I, I just I loved it so much. I, I thought we'd play it for you again. See if you can make any sense at all out of this. Uh, earlier, just now, you and I were 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 talking about the what and the how. With the what yeah. and the how. And earlier, I think just now, that we were talking we talk about. about establishing peace. Yeah. Um, centering people's humanities, protecting people's rights. Okay. It's it's not just about the what mm-hmm. and the, the end the goal, what. which often gets a lot of focus. Yeah, but it's um, also but. The, I actually think it's much more about the how, much more about and the, how the way than that the we what. are coming together, and how we are, how we interpret that how, what, and okay. how we act. How we turn? Yeah, you missed a what? In, she also mentioned what? There you, you go. Know, the actions that we take to get to the that what? what. And so, what? what this really is about is that it's a question mm-hmm. more than anything else about process. And so, we really need to make sure that um, that we are valuing a process, the process. where all yeah. parties We're, are respected, okay, and have and? you know a lot of. Equal, um, equal opportunity, opportunity to really make sure that we are get into negotiating good faith, etc. That the being what? said, you know, I think that there's mm. there's just this one central issue yeah. of um, um, of the, settlements. A settlement because if we if the what if, if the, the what, what that has been decided on is to stay, then uh, the action of then settlements is is it, it's not it's not the how the how to get to that what to get to and that so, what you know i think you that that's a, a central thing what. that we need to make sure that okay. um we center and that we value um center. jewish and jewish and, and no. rather we value no, israeli not israeli um, not jewish israeli uh, uh, uh um we mm, value the the safety, the safety and, and the human rights of israelis and, and to, we value the <clears throat> safety and the human rights of palestinians right in that the, process that's <clears throat> similar <throat> and that uh, on on, um, on equal footing on, and so all yeah. of that is extremely important in that process for the children to, so that the children can be educated. I personally believe right. that yeah. U.S. Americans are unable to do so because <laughs> the, me, some people out there people in our nation, in our nation don't have maps. Right. And uh, have maps. I believe that our ed- education, like such as in such South, as Africa South Africa and the, the Iraq, Iraq, everywhere like, like such, such as. as and everywhere like such I believe as. that they should, should uh, our education our over, ju- here, over here in the U.S. should the help US. the U.S. Uh, or should no. help. South Africa, South Africa and should help the Iraq yeah. and the Asian and the countries the Asian so countries. we will be able to build up our future build up our future for the children so tell me that's not the same stuck in a loop sort of rant from AOC as it was Miss, Miss Teen South Carolina in 2007 tell me it's not say, the same thing I mean congratulations to Miss Teen South Carolina who grew up mm-hmm. went to college in Boston mm-hmm. settled in New York and right? uh, became a congresswoman <laughs> yes. I mean, it really does. It. She is, I think, worse than Miss South Carolina. AOC is dumber than Miss South Carolina. Oh, oh dumber, without question. For sure. Uh, so, seven whats uh, and I, six hows? I feel like the I what? may have missed one what, but... Uh, so, my, might have been eight? Yeah, definitely uh, what okay. just... Just, just nipped, yeah, nipped just, uh, how. When she said the how was much more important than the what. That's right. What a yet, liar. Yet she mentioned the what more than she mentioned the how. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's like, whatever, <laughs> you know, 
and like or whatever like just like just like we'll have to circle back on that yeah uh, but she boy pull back on the suck because you have she it. can't she she just plain can't uh some some more fun to be had uh kamala harris our wonderful vice president oh yeah Yesterday was discussing uh, another important issue that, okay. that we've got to figure out the what and the how All right. for, with, about. This week is Black Maternal <laughs> Health Week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was and just thinking And make no of. mistake, right? black women in our country mm-hmm. are facing a maternal health <clears throat> crisis. Maternal health All crisis. of them? Crisis. Black women are two At to three times time? more likely to die in connection with childbirth than other women. Ooh. That's and good. it is important to note that Why Native that? women are Pause 2. For a three times. Why would that be? Why would black women be two to three times more likely to die in childbirth? Now, do you want the answer? Yeah, I really do. Or do you want to wait for Kamala to tell you the answer? Because um, I don't want to ruin the surprise right, for you. I'll wait for Kamala. Here we go. Okay. That Native women are 2.3 <clears throat> times more likely to die from pregnancy-related causes than white women. Mm-hmm. Mm. We know the primary reasons why. Here we go. Here we go. Systemic racial inequities. Good gosh. And implicit bias. Oh my. And the consequences. So that means doctors and nurses. They're getting together. Healthcare representatives. Yes. Don't care about the black women, but they care about the whites. So the white healthcare professionals. Are you kidding me? Correct. So the same people that oh we've God. been told for the last 12 months to oh worship, right? Yeah. Your, your frontline health workers. Yes, that are heroes. Right, Not right. all heroes wear capes. Apparently, and oh, I was not aware of this, uh-huh. they get together and, uh, out in the, yeah. like, the Caribbean or something. Right. Or Caribbean, if you prefer. Okay. And they, I can they, go either way. They hang out, and they're like, all right, mm-hmm. we have got to make sure that black women are dying in in, in greater numbers than whites. Because this is yeah, because this is how because we can do it. We're we're she, team healthcare workers. That is just nuts. All right, what else you say? And implicit bias. <laughs> implicit yeah. bias. And the consequences uh-huh. are both. They're both very real. Very real. Hmm. Many of the women in this room have experienced them firsthand, and as the ambassador said, we will hear their stories, which they speak with great courage, given the pain that they have experienced. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, that does hurt to die in childbirth, I bet. So racism, as we have often said on this program, is absolutely everywhere. It's, It's everywhere. Seriously, it's literally everywhere. So, so to believe what she's saying, mm-hmm. you get into the healthcare profession not because you're motivated to take care of people and babies and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. It's, it's because uh, you're a systemic racist with implicit God, bias toward black women. And nobody stands up and says, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. Is, uh, Vice President Harris, with all due respect, you're saying that healthcare providers... Are what ignoring black women on purpose while they're giving childbirth? They don't care, and so they die at right. a higher rate than whites. Is that really what you're saying? There's systemic racism in the healthcare system, the one that you've been trumpeting for a year now. That is so good in our frontline workers. And, and sidebar, wow. if I may, Pat, um, you did wow. throw in the with all due respect <clears throat> when you're talking about someone like Kamala Harris. Yeah. Well, how much is due? Zero. How much respect? Really, is, none. None. Is due. Well, wait. Let me carry the one. Yeah, none. <laughs> none. There's zero. Zero respect. Uh, yeah. Well, just to show you how prevalent racism is. Oh no! What? Uh, following the shooting of uh, Dante Wright, 
Chaos has descended in the streets of Brooklyn Center, uh, Minnesota. Protests and demonstrations have entered uh, another night. What is it? Three now, I think. And four, five, carry four, one. Four nights. So four nights. Mm-hmm. And led to violence and looting. Videos. Uh, there have been lots of videos on social media about it. One of the affected stores includes the discount shop Dollar Tree, which has been looted and burned. I think it was burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at it. It's on fire right there. I'm sure they cleared it out first. <clears throat> I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Footage posted on Twitter shows predominantly white looters attacking the store, leading to a lot of condemnation online. Many people are shocked that the store was one of the venues attacked, while others have slammed the company for profiting from poverty. There's just no win here. It's a no Wait win, a minute. no oh. win situation. Hold on, Pat. Yeah. Walk us through this. Okay, well. You're a company. Uh-huh. And um, It's a Fortune 500 company, right. by the way. And you build in poor areas that are constantly screaming that businesses will not locate there. Yes, and they don't have affordable merchandise in their area. Right. But Dollar Tree moves into your area because they've got affordable merchandise for you. As the name might imply, in their- it's a dollar. Mm-hmm. Okay, and a lot of people have... At least a dollar that they can buy something with. And they're profiting <clears throat> from poverty. Yeah. So would you rather them not profit from poverty? Would you Should rather they not them, move in yeah. there? Right. Right. That's the alternative. Oh, my. So <clears throat> it's headquartered in Chesapeake, Virginia. Dollar Tree is a Fortune 500 company with over 15,000 stores in the U.S. and Canada. Uh, wow. It was founded in 1986 as only a dollar. And now it's Dollar Tree. Mm. So, the store has become a popular option, especially in low-income neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. How dare they profit from poverty? Mm -hmm. You often find Dollar Trees in almost any predominantly minority community because, surprise, surprise, poverty is uh, super affordable. But also, that means the quality of the goods there may not be that great. And something about that feels intentional. And systemic. Oh, no. Come on. I just, I don't know what you have to do. Okay. Should so they, they should be offering Gucci products for a dollar. Exactly. That's what they should be doing. <laughs> and I do the love that bastards. out, though, because if your store is named Everything's a Dollar, which mm-hmm. which I remember this place in New Jersey was that, Yeah. then there's no leeway, right? You're, right. Everything's got to be a dollar. Or, but if you're the dollar yes. tree, then you can jack your prices up, and you don't have to stay within that one dollar realm. No, because... It's a dollar tree, right? So everything in the tree is a dollar. You would think. Is that not the case? A dollar I, tree? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I anyway. Think that's why they changed their name. This much we do know. They're racists. Cool. All right. They're racists. That's How dare you serve minority populations mm-hmm. by moving close to where they are? How dare you? Who do you think you are? <laughs> they, well... They damn well know who they are. They're white supremacists. Yeah, yeah. And that's who they are. And when we're done with you, yeah, everything's not a dollar. It's free. Right. <laughs> right? And it better be darn quality stuff, too, yeah. that I'm getting for free. And make sure that I get all my stuff that I want out of here before you yeah. throw that Molotov cocktail in here, guys. Jeez. So I have to grab some tissues. <laughs> all right. Let me take a minute and tell you about Bilt Bar. Because uh, Bilt Bars, you know this by now. They're tasty. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. Perfect. It's a protein bar. It tastes like a candy bar. They've got nine amazing flavors. 
Wow, only nine? They must rotate because there's what? way more than nine that we've tried out. Oh, yeah. There's 18 or 19. Or uh, they got two chocolate nut flavors, seven chocolate nut free flavors. Uh, they're covered in 100% chocolate, soft, easy to chew, and they're healthy. Uh, they've got 17 grams of protein, about 130 calories, just four grams of sugar and four grams of net carbs, but a lot of protein, very low in calories. Uh, they're awesome. If you haven't tried Bilt Bar yet, please do it. Uh, especially if you, you know, you, during the course of the day, you can't get away from work or you don't feel like driving somewhere. You have a bunch of Bilt Bars with you and just take one out and that will satisfy your hunger while you're at work and taste delicious and just keep you going. Go to BiltBar.com, use the promo code PAT and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code PAT and get 15%, 15% off at BuiltBar.com. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Uh, Kelly in Wisconsin. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hi, guys. Good morning. I have bingo. Yes, Woo! you certainly do. Uh, tell us, because we we had to kind of <laughs> hammer it a There's little about bit. Twenty today. bingos. <clears throat> I think uh, it was too subtle for for some, and 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 we're, the, nobody was getting it. So we just kept going. <laughs> so well, I know I got the first one, but I listened to it on delay sometimes. So uh, okay, I, right. yeah. All right. So tell us where your bingo occurred. Um, the second column down, where Keith says that's good. Okay. A god awful Kamala cackle. Yes. <laughs> Um, you return and say I do. Okay. Uh, good safety tip and everything is awesome. Ta-da! Yay! Good job. We we Thanks. yeah. Because I mean, because we we've had that for a while this morning. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. almost had to pull out the drowning polar bear to go the other way because we're like. <laughs> well, I know. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Did hey, we get you set up with the with the thirty five dollars? Wow. Thing. Right. Okay. Can I just thank you guys, especially Keith, because I'm Allie Packa's mom, and you read her white privilege uh, paper a few weeks back on the show. All oh, right. Good. Cool. And yeah, that made her year. She was so excited. Oh, that excellent. made her year. All right. Good. We'll tell her hi for yes, us. Yes. Thank you so I much. Will. Thank All you right. So appreciate much. it. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. This story is amazing. Uh, Bloomberg, not. Michael Bloomberg, the yeah. extreme, stupid, anti-gun guy, but his, his uh, news agency. Yeah. They're predicting Bitcoin will hit $400,000 by next year. It is a sight to Four, behold. 400000 God, can you imagine if you just... Look, if I would have just broken down and bought one Dogecoin when it was a thousand dollars, Dogecoin, just one, right? It wouldn't take very much Bitcoin to make you quite wealthy if this happens. Yeah, I uh, mean, it did. Looks oof. like it topped out at sixty-four eight nine nine, sixty-four thousand, uh, uh-huh. and right now it's at uh, sixty-two six. <sighs> That's incredible. It's right now. It's at sixty-two thousand. Right Do you remember when? Um, uh, Tika Tuari said, yeah, this could go up to 40000 We were like, <laughs> yep. okay, really? Yep. I mean, that's not likely. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't for a while. In fact, it went the other way for a while. Mm-hmm. 
But then it turned around and skyrocketed, and now Tika Tawari looks like a genius. Because so, 40,000, it blew past 40,000. So, I mean, let's do this. Let's just go back in time. It mm-hmm. was at 50,000 on March 24th. Wow. Um, and let's go That's back. just a couple weeks ago. Right. So let's just go back to <clears throat> way back. Now, how old were you? Right, Pat? Yeah. How old were you back in, say, October? I was 12. Yeah, it was 10,000. I was 12 years old. It was it was ten thousand dollars. I mean, when you elect a oh Marxist with um, unstable plans to wreck the world's greatest country, uh, you're gonna see alternative forms of currency uh, skyrocket, and that's exactly what has happened. You sure are, and that is exactly what happened, but and what is happening. There's so there's so Bloomberg saying four hundred thousand yeah. by next year. Yeah. Well, if you want to get in early on a train, maybe right now, mm-hmm. I mean, this is not financial advice, but maybe you would want to consider something that Elon Musk is constantly pumping up on Twitter, which I hope is not the basis for that currency. Just uh, tweets from Elon Musk, but uh, Dogecoin. What you get? Which is 13 cents per S- Dogecoin. Started right? as, a, as a joke. Right. And it was 0. 0.003 cents or something. It was like three one thousandths of a cent and now it's 13 cents i mean i wish i had that kind of influence right i mean yeah yeah, so it was like you said it was you know below a penny it was nothing it was literally worthless because it was and everybody knew it was a joke and yet now it's starting to kick in anyway it's really something yeah it's uh don't you have another coin that's fairly prevalent in in real is uh, what is it called? Um, the alternative to Bitcoin that everybody was buying oh, a while ago. Ethereum, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. the one. Where is that? Uh, that is uh, two thousand four hundred. Wow! Holy cow! I mean, these were all like a dollar, ten dollars. I don't mm-hmm. know. In the beginning, uh, they were incredibly cheap. Yeah. Then, of course, we told the story a million times about <laughs> the guy who bought pizza with it. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the, like I, I will give you all my bitcoins, ten thousand bitcoins, if you'll buy me a pizza. <laughs> and some guy, I think it was in London, said, "Yeah, I'll I'll take you up on that." Sure, whatever. So he got ten thousand bitcoins uh-huh. from this kid who bought a pizza, and this was I don't know, two thousand ten or something, when it was worthless. Whoops! Can you imagine yeah. what that so, would be worth today? And I mean, there's Jeez. all these great stories. In fact, there's a video I retweeted just a few weeks ago of a guy freaking out years ago he's like this is history guys bitcoin just broke a hundred (laughs) dollars i should have sent that in for the show but um yeah uh i guess uh, you know how everyone has a podcast and there's this podcast called at the mic show.com everybody has a podcast i mean they there's no i mean there should be some regulation on that so idiots okay can't have podcasts you're pointing at me right saying i mean you're total and complete wastes of skin That's can have a podcast. Hitting close to home. And call it at the mic or some dumb yeah, thing. At the mic show dot com. And, and what's interesting <laughs> is uh, back in March, um, the mm-hmm. host of that show, Keith Malinak, uh, interviewed a guy who produces another podcast. And uh, this guy, Jeremy Grantham, he tells a story that uh, he used to pay for, well, we'll just call it pirated TV. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the guy would only take Bitcoin. And so Jeremy, this guest of mine, uh-huh. he talks about how he had he just bought Bitcoin just to pay for this. And then he, then he got to the point where he's like, I'll just get it legitimately. And he didn't need the Bitcoin anymore. Mm-hmm. So he said he had, he couldn't even remember how many he had. He had several Bitcoin. I think he said maybe four or five. 
And he's just like, ah, I'm not going to use these anymore. And he uh-huh. cashed them out for like, you know, whatever the heck, 10 bucks. I don't know what they were at that time. And oh my goodness. Betty if regrets that just if a you had bit. only just held on <laughs> yeah. to those. Oh, oh. If only. Everybody's got stories like that, though, man. You're not alone in missing the boat on that. It just hurts. I've done it with so many dang things. So get in on Did it with coin. Clear Channel stock once. Yeah, I've told yeah. that story before. Too. Yeah. Jeez. Dogecoin. Just try it, man. Dogecoin. Even okay. if you just put 100 bucks in. Yeah. How, I, don't make me do Keith math, but that's but a lot. Yeah, you'd have $100.13 now, right? Ish. Right now you would, but then about <laughs> 3 o'clock this afternoon, you may be able to retire. Who knows, man? Who knows? That is true. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, and by the way, something I don't think we've even mentioned, it's April 15th, mm. uh, which is not the IRS deadline this year. Uh, they pushed it back to May... May 16th, 17th? 17th? I don't know. May 17th. But... If you don't do withholding, you need to file your quarterly taxes today. Okay. And then for Texas, because we had the storm, they pushed it back to June 15th. Oh, so wow. So we have an extra uh-huh. month here in Texas. Oh, that would have been nice to know before yeah. someone I know filed taxes yesterday. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I haven't even heard anybody talking about it. And I, I, I thought it was just Texas that had been extended, but uh-huh. I guess everybody in the country has been, so... That's why nobody's talking about it this year, just in case you're wondering. Mm. Uh, but you might want to think about that because there's still only a month left. Residents in Minnesota are like, wait a minute. Okay, we deal with all <laughs> yeah. sorts of turmoil every <laughs> yeah. day up here. Why aren't we getting an extension? And, and do you know how cold it is up <laughs> here? Right? <laughs> Texas all... has eight days of it, and they get an extension on their IRS <laughs> deadline. Yeah, it's a good deal. That's yeah. pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we were going to get to this Project Veritas thing where... Mm. Uh, they were sitting down with a one of the higher ups in at CNN, and obviously uh, incognito like Project Veritas always is, and got CNN the CNN director to admit to some pretty interesting things. I mean, things we all know and realize from watching the network or from listening to clips because that's all I do. I don't ever turn it on and actually watch it, but. Um, Everything we suspected was confirmed. You know, they're just propaganda for Joe Biden and for the left. And they've this guy freely and openly admitted it. So we'll share that with you tomorrow. We got that got that going for us. Which by the way was another bingo square, but it's kind of a moot point now, isn't it? <laughs> uh, all right. And we'll see where this uh where this thing goes as to whether or not we're gonna pack this Supreme Court. It's pretty frightening because they're definitely trying to. They're definitely moving on that right now with legislation. So we'll get into that as well, see what happens there, uh, and much more right here tomorrow on Pack Unleashed.